And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and I'll tell you what, I've got a treat for you. I've My guest, my guest he's got just this incredible background. I can't really wait to get him on the show, but before I do, let me just give you some of the things that he's done in his incredible life. Now, he's a high school dropout. Let me just be very clear with you. He dropped out of high school. So why did he drop out of high school? Because he wanted to tour with a heavy metal band. So he'd been there, done that, tore all the T-shirts, got all the girls, whatever those guys in those heavy metal bands do. He did that. And then he followed that up with a brief career in the United States Navy. He did time in corporate America. He got himself to a place of retirement from corporate America at the age of 42. But even then, he didn't stop. He's had a political career. He's been an instructor. He's been involved in the National Apartment Association. This guy has done just about everything that anyone can do. And here's the thing about Matthew. He's just a down-to-earth guy. He's just a guy like you and me that's trying to get to where he's trying to get to. Now, get this about Matthew. I got to share this because this is going to blow your mind. He has complete control over everything in his life. He calls the shots. And the way he's done that is he's used real estate as the vehicle to get him to where he wants to be. So with no further ado, let me step back. I'm going to bring Matthew onto the show because we're going to dig into his backstory. I want you to understand that no matter where you come from, what you've done so far in life, you can change anything on a moment's notice, just like Matthew has done. So with no further ado, Matthew. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you back. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me, Al. It's a pleasure to be here always. Okay, so I, I got to get into the, the rock band thing. How did you leave high school and go into a rock band? What, what was going on in your head? And what was your mom thinking? Well, considering my father was a professor at the University of Iowa when I dropped out, October 10th of 10th grade, it didn't go over well, and I had to move out of the house a couple of days later. I knew, and I remember sitting in the class, I stood up and said, thank you, I've learned all I can here, and walked out. A really difficult decision for, for a young man, but I knew that I could do things faster on my own. And, and the point is, the, the, the school stuff is great, but there are other paths to success. Were you taught the same thing that I was taught, that the path to financial freedom was to get good grades in high school and then get into oh, college, yeah. get some more? You got, a, you got all that nonsense? I, I walked away from it and said, you know what, I'll be a busboy, I'll deliver papers, I'll do whatever I need to do to get to where I want to be. And I don't need anybody else to explain it to me. How did the, the rock band thing work out? I mean, first of all, I got to ask, were you the singer? Did you play one of the instruments? Were you the whole band? What, what was going on there? No, it was key. I play keyboard, guitar, and vocal. Um, so I was, and we weren't, weren't, weren't anybody special, but we toured for a couple of years all over the country. A uh, lot of scary stories about driving around in a C-50 school bus that had no brakes. And uh, actually, ironically, when we started touring, I was 14, 
and I didn't even have a driver's license, but I was the only person who wasn't screwed up. So I was driving the C-50 school bus where I'd have to flash brake it going down hills to make sure that we could stop because of the no brakes. It was an interesting experience for sure. Um, and I always tell people, and they say, what was that like? I say, oh, it was great what I can remember of it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so far in the past now, and it, it, it helps shape certain aspects of who I am. Uh, when I left, it was partially because I decided that I needed something more for myself. I knew we weren't going to ever become the next super tramp. Uh, so we uh, so we disbanded, and I went into the Navy. Wow. So from a heavy metal rock band into the clean-cut life of the United States Navy, why, yeah, why make that had, jump? I probably had the most hair on the ground at the shaving, the shaving center <laughs> of anybody there. I bet you the barber was just licking his chops when he saw you come walking in. Yeah, the shame is that we should have given the hair to someone who needed it, right? Uh, always, always try to find something to give to somebody else when you lose something. So after the Navy... What did you decide to do? Did you go right into corporate America, or did you did you explore some other realm of your life? After after the Navy, I started seriously looking at how I was going to spend the rest of my life and what I was going to do. And I went into corporate in sales in technology. And uh, I went through a couple of companies, ultimately ended up with uh, one of the largest companies in the world as a global operations manager, which is the one that I retired from or was summarily retired from. And I just knew that I needed to do something different. And part of it was I needed to figure out how to get to a point in my life where I could do more than just earn a paycheck. This may sound kind of weird, but for the most of my life, I was always saying, I'll never do charity. I'll never donate to campaigns. I'll never do any of this. And what I realized is I was protecting my family until we were at a point financially where we could do those things. And that's been the beauty of the last uh, 14 years is that all of a sudden we hit that point where we could actually make a difference in other people's lives. We could actually influence uh, politics. We could influence uh, individuals who had uh, challenges in their lives. And I, was, I, I never realized until I got there that that's what I was trying to do the whole time subconsciously, but I had to make sure I protected my family first. What happened in your life to cause you to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited? I mean, because based on your backstory, I mean, you retire from corporate America at the age of 42. Why, why would you need Lifestyles Unlimited? You've already retired yourself. Actually, uh, when we were unceremoniously retired, and, and I always kind of like to joke, uh, one of my first sales professors, as I call them, taught me is, Matthew, if you want loyalty, get a dog. We were both basically put out to pasture and said, we don't need you anymore. But we'd always been very, very careful, very conservative. At the time we left corporate, we had six single family homes that we had been kind of slowly collecting, but we didn't really consider it a career. And when my wife lost her job, that was scary. When I lost my job, it was absolute sheer terror. And we looked at the numbers. We looked at what we were doing. We knew we could live okay for a period of time, but we knew that it was not going to be enough to take us through to retirement when we could get our IRAs, our 201Ks, or anything else. And 
so we started looking for other options and we said, well, you know, we think we know what we're doing with single family. Uh, we've been doing it for quite a while. We made money. We actually made quite a bit of money. But we thought, you know, maybe we should be listening to other people and opening up new avenues because we had never been involved with a group before that actually helped teach people how to do it. So we joined Lifestyles that year and decided that the right way to make sure that we didn't have to ever worry about it again was to focus on single family, which we did. We bought 12 houses in 18 months. We remodeled them. And then we retired again after about 20 months. And the amazing thing for us is that we were making, frankly, we were making almost as much money as we were making in corporate. And yet we were paying almost no taxes because of the tax opportunities that are afforded people who work in single and multifamily. Now, you eventually got yourself into multifamily real estate. How did you transition into becoming a multifamily investor? We had always wanted to do it, and it ultimately ended up being because we knew somebody in Lifestyles that was selling a property that we had been interested in being a, uh, a an investor in, and he said, yeah, I like it, but it's just too small. I want to grow, and Jennifer and I said, hey, well, is it okay if we buy it from you? And this is the beauty of Lifestyles. So we were dealing with somebody that we knew. So we didn't have the conflicts of interest that typically happen because we were dealing with a Lifestyles Unlimited member that we had already known, we trusted, and that allowed us to step off the balcony, if you will, into the multifamily space. I honestly don't know if we would have ever done it if it weren't for that, but that's one of the great things. Lifestyles Unlimited, we do not really compete with one another. We help one another grow, and that was everything to us because I have to admit, I was scared to death to do it. It was a totally different world. We all of a sudden had employees. We had other op issues that we had to deal with. And then we actually walked into it with someone who had already done it. And we're closing and people asked, well, what was it like switching from single family to multifamily? And we said, oh, it was kind of a yawn. Actually, the only big change was actually having employees and trying to manage process and policy as it relates to that. And now we have three multifamilies and we still have a bunch of single families. So what I want to do, Matthew, is I want to take you back to the first time you went through the Financial Freedom Seminar. That's the seminar that every Lifestyles Unlimited member goes through. That's where we give you the roadmap to success. And if I recall correctly from our previous interview, um, you actually had Del Wamsley teaching that Financial Freedom Seminar. Do I have that correct? Well, it, close. We actually went to it in Dallas, and then we decided we wanted to hear it from Del personally. And we went down, to, we flew down to Houston and stayed for a couple of days and got to hear it from Dell directly. And there's a lot of great people that teach it. So I don't think it's necessary for it to just be Dell. But there were things that I remember from that meeting that have never left us and that have changed everything about the way that we think about finance. So what, what was it about sitting down with a multimillionaire that's been there, done that, got all the T-shirts, and he's talking one-on-one -on -one with you? We went to lunch with Dell after the first day, 
and I'll never forget it. It's, it's probably the point that changed everything is as it turned out, we were with 30, 40 people and Jennifer and I got set right across from him. And I was sitting across from Dell and I was complaining about, well, I've got this 401k, I've got this or 201, what he calls it. Um, we've got IRAs. We've done all this stuff for years and we can't get to the money without paying the taxes. And I will never forget the look on his face. He looked up at me uh, from his soup that he was eating and said, I don't know why you're upset about the taxes. You should be more upset about the penalty. And Jennifer and I went back to the hotel that night and decided that we were cashing out everything, which we did within the course of about a year and a half. And did that, did that, bankroll your future investments? I mean, cashing all that money out? I mean, it must have been scary to do that. It was terrifying. And yes, it, yes, it did. It cash flowed everything. And our families thought we were crazy. Uh, but here we are. Our biggest issue was that we had people that were controlling our money other than us. And I'll, I will never do that again in my life. That's the reason we don't invest in the stock market. Because the person who manages the stock market or who manages the uh, the specific stock, I have no control. At least in this world, I have control over my success or failure. And that was so important to us. I, I think that's important to me. That's important to all the other members of Lifestyles Unlimited. And since you're a guy that's in complete control of your life and have been in control of your life for the majority of your life, I think that that is an excellent end stated result. Now, we're getting ready to go to break. And what I want to do when we come back from the break is I want to talk to you about education. So stick around, folks. We're going to get into it. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a part of Lifestyles Unlimited? Del Wamsley tells you what to expect when you join us for the next live online free workshop. We've been here for 30 years. Over 30 years, we've had and or do have roughly 50,000 plus members all over the United States. We have retired tens of thousands of people and it's just incredible what you're gonna find that you're gonna be in here. Not only are you gonna find the greatest amount of information in education, you're gonna find the people, the most open people you've ever met in your entire life. Come meet the people at Lifestyles Unlimited who will help you change your life and empower you to stop depending on a paycheck, your 401k, IRA, or social security for your future. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. At the free workshop, we'll teach you the five ways to make money with real estate, cash flow, equity capture, appreciation, equity buildup, and the tax advantages. Like Dell says, we'll open our books and show you how the numbers work with both single-family and multifamily case studies. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I'm joined by Matthew, and together 
We are working on your financial freedom. Now, if you're just joining the show, you've missed a lot. And what I'd recommend you do is go to lifestylesunlimited.com. When you get there, click on the radio tab. It may say podcast, depending on what device you're using to go to lifestylesunlimited.com. But either way, you're going to wind up seeing all of our radio shows repurposed into podcasts. And you'll be able to pick up the show with Matthew and myself, and you'll be able to get the first part of the show, which is a lot of really good information. Now, some of the things that you missed out on is that I, I would call Matthew a worldly man. And I don't mean that in a bad sense. I mean that he has done some things that you and I may have wanted to do in our lifetime. He's been a member of a heavy metal rock and roll band. He's been in the United States Navy. He's been in corporate America. He's served in different roles in the political realm. But more importantly, I think one of the things that Matthew has that is a gift to all of us is he is a gifted educator. Now, Matthew, talk to me a little bit about how a guy who drops out of high school winds up on the faculty of the National Apartment Association's Board of Teachers. Mercy, that's a tough one. Um, I think that uh, part of our job when we get involved with Lifestyles or with the Apartment Association is as we learn and we're successful, that we, we, we give that back. We help other people. We elevate other people. I mean, that's frankly one of the wonderful things, or I call it the juice of being successful. And one of the things I always kind of joke about, we see all these uh, Fisher investments, all the other stupid things. And the first thing I ever ask any of them back in the day before I uh, got rid of all of my stocks and bonds, I would ask them, okay, what's your net worth? And, if I want to learn from someone, I want to learn from someone who has a net worth that at least is at least double of mine. But at the same time, if I have someone who has half the net worth but is willing to do it and do the things that we do, I want to help support them. And part of what Lifestyles does and what I, I so believe in uh, as the roadmap that Dell has built for 30 years is we do help each other. And we don't hide things from one another. And, and I think that that's important for, for us to rem remember that this person coming through the door maybe has, maybe they have one single family house and we have the opportunity, I do, you do, uh, anybody does, to help them learn how to grow from that to where we're at today, which is we're, we're small, we're 253 doors, but it's such an incredible feeling to help that person grow and get there and watch them change the entire trajectory of their life and their family's life forever. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, the fact that you embrace one of the core competencies at Lifestyles Unlimited, which is helping other people. I mean, you just you just flat out said, I'm, I'm in it to help other people. That That is the best part of being involved. I, I don't even know how else to say it. Once you get there, you turn around and you reach for the people behind you and say, let me help you get there. Well, let me let me switch gears on you a little bit, because I know that you're the recipient of some National Apartment Association awards. Will, will you tell me and the audience exactly what awards you earned? Uh, we have uh, we have the TAA IRO of the year. We have the NAA IRO of the year. These are it's, it's been a while ago. I think we were the first people to win the NAA IRO purely on single family. 
And one of the things that I know uh, Dell had asked us about was, well, how did that happen? And I said, we run our single families like a multifamily. And we always did. Uh, and that's one of the reasons we were successful as we grew. We ran them as a multifamily. We did work orders. We ran everything as a professional company, even though we didn't have any W-2 income. So when we went to the bank and asked them for millions of dollars to continue to grow our business, even though we didn't have W-2 income, we could show them that we were professionals. We knew what we were doing. We had a track record of success. So even if you're doing one property or two properties, run it professionally. Show them that you understand fair housing. Show them that you're getting the training. And when the time comes, you'll be in a position to do like we did in 2011, where we were able to borrow almost $1.2 million from the bank without income. Wow. That's 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 a pretty cool thing to do, because most bankers, that's the first thing they want to know is how much income do you have? Where do you get your money from? Because they're looking to collateralize the loan. And the first place they look at is where can we tap into your money? And you could show them that you could show them from a professional standpoint that you had money, you had income. It just wasn't W-2. Were, were the bankers kind of taken a back a little bit, or did they fully understand what you were bringing to the table? It, so the the big banks uh, don't even waste your time. I am, I'm not going to call them out, but uh, they're not going to pay any attention. The local banks understand. They understand business. They understand real estate. And what you're going to want to do is build those relationships. And we don't, we don't bank with anybody that's more than small regional at this point. And we trust them. And you're dealing with the decision maker. Now, did, did you have to go to multiple banks to, to accomplish this? Or did you just pick one out that you really liked and you stuck with them? We went, we've been to multiple banks. We always carry multiple banks. But the reality is that they're all, they're, they're all local. That's the big thing, is that they're local. They understand the market. So the, the big banks uh, don't even waste your time. Jennifer and I have owned our house outright for decades, and we can't even get a HELOC because we don't have a, a W-2. Yeah, what, why do you think they're, they're so focused on that W-2? Because they're idiots. Okay, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, they're, they're idiots. That's it. There is no better way to describe them. They do not understand their base. But actually, they do understand their base because what they really want to do is deal with people who get a paycheck of 800 to $1,200 a week and pay all of the fees and everything else. They don't, they don't make their money off of people like the people that are part of Lifestyles Unlimited. Talk to me about the time you spent in local government. Why, why did you choose to get involved in local government and what were the benefits of doing so? Oh, mercy, because all stupid ideas start at local government. Fair enough. And and we as IROs and the entire Lifestyles organization are IROs. We have we have 44,000 IROs nationwide that we know of. And we are the ones that are the front line that can actually change the trajectory of what happens in government, because if you shut it down at local, whether it's uh, uh, an ordinance that they're changing, 
or anything else. That's how you make change because you become a part of not the cabinet, but the kitchen cabinet. And the cabinet, everybody knows, right? You've got uh, a state senator that he has a cabinet or she has a cabinet. Well, what most people don't think about is they have a kitchen cabinet. And that's the people that they talk to because they've known them for years. And they call them because they say, hey, I've got a bill on my desk, whether it's state or local or national, and say, what does this do to you? And it's up to us as small owners, as IROs, to jump into that fray and jump into that mix. We can make a huge difference. And that's why I got involved uh, in uh, local politics. How has being, I mean, completely retired, I mean, that's that's exactly what you are. How has being completely retired benefited you as well as the community that you like to serve? Well, I work more than I ever did before I was retired. I don't know if that's a benefit. <laughs> but you're doing exactly what you want to do, correct? I'm doing what I, that's the point. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I'm passionate about. I'm looking out for children. I'm looking out for things that I care about. And I get to wake up every morning and decide what I'm going to do today to make a difference. I don't have to wake up in the morning and say, okay, I've got to be somewhere in 30 minutes. On that concept of helping children, what, what exactly are you doing? We, we've been working with the police and the FBI to start programs with the apartment communities across the country to take down child predators. And I I am happy to help any apartment community know how to do it. It's easy. It's free. This is the scourge of our universe, in my opinion. Anything that I can do to help there, I'm happy to do. I will teach them how to do it. We've been doing it for six years now. We've taken down over 200 people. So you've been able to do some incredible things that nobody else has been able to do. How has that affected the Dallas market? It's, it's so simple, and this is what I find amazing, is that when we do this, ironically, we do C-class properties, or we call hard C, and we have none of the crime that other com- communities have because we work with the lo- local law enforcement. And we're happy to do it, but we're also happy to teach other communities how to do it, and lifestyles can help us drive that initiative forward to shut down the I-35 corridor of human trafficking from Mexico up through the Midwest. This is why we try to retire. This is what we want to do is change a lot of lives. So So you're, you're really in the core element of the passion of your life. You are doing everything in your life that is a passion for you now. Isn't it cool? I think it's way cool. If you're willing to embrace it, it'll happen so fast, you'll look back and say, I don't know what happened. And next thing you know, you're living a beautiful life of doing the things that you wanted to do that you never thought you could. Now, conventional wisdom says go to school, get good grades, go to college, get good grades, get into the workforce, slave for 35 to 45 years trading time for money to build up a big bag of money that hopefully you can live off of and you don't run out of that money before you die. You followed a completely different path. What advice do you have to the kids that are out there or even the parents that are out there that are struggling with that 
paradigm. So I dropped out of high school. I went on the road with a rock band. I did all sorts of crazy things. And I went back to my father many years later, who he's a professor. At the, he was a professor at the University of Iowa. And I said, Dad, I think I'm going to go back. I'm going to try to get an MBA at Harvard. And my dad sitting across from me at, uh, at, a, at a restaurant in Iowa said, well, Matthew, I don't think you should do this. And I said, well, I don't understand. He said, Matthew, if you go to Harvard, they will teach you that there's a box. And they will teach you how to think outside the box. And my father said, and I'll never forget it, Matthew, you never knew the box existed. That's why you're successful. Matthew, we're almost to the end of the show, but I've got one final question for you. What would you tell people that are sitting on the fence that think that maybe the stuff that we're doing is just too difficult? Oh, God, get up. Do it. What's more difficult, being poor or being rich? I hate being rich. It's terrible. It's so hard. Get up, get out there, and do it. It takes some work. That's fine. But for God's sake, stop complaining about everybody else and get up there and go do it. There's a million people out there in lifestyles that will help you find your path, just like Jennifer and I did. We had a ton of people along the way that were willing to support us and help us be successful. And if you're involved in a group of people that support one another, you'll find them too. So stop complaining, get off your butt, and go and do it. Well, you you heard it live from the horse's mouth. If you want to do what Matthew's doing, you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.